Warning, this podcast contains audio of graphic stupidity from one podcaster who thinks he's a really good podcaster, but in actuality, he's not. I'm your host, as always, D. Hodge, but you guys already knew that. Um, not really a lot to talk about today <laughs> in my daily life like I did. Um, so I guess let's go ahead and get into the introduction for the podcast. Um, you guys know I'm a big, big movie guy. I'm a big movie nerd. I do movie reviews on here. So I have a movie reviewer on. Her name is Faye Renee. She is a movie reviewer, blogger. Etc. Whatever you want to call her, she she's a movie lover like I am, and we actually get on here and we actually talk the Oscar reviews. We talk about what's going on, how we think the system is kind of messed up in a way. We think that they should be a different category for each comedy, horror, etc., etc. But we really talk about the movies that we thought should have been nominated. Uh, the biggest flops that we are surprised about were the movies we're dying to see in 2020. Um, she also gives Faye Renee's re- uh, recommendations. Let me get that right. Say that ten times fast. Faye Renee's recommendations. She gives what movies you should see if you haven't seen them. And we talk about really like the Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, all the big winners of the night we talk about and give our reviews on there as well. This I was going to do this to, uh, one of two ways, but I, actually I'm just putting it out on a podcast. But I was going to take each. I was going to take a clip from movies that I have not reviewed yet. Um, like it would be like *Parasite* and *Jojo Rabbit*, for example. I would take those two. I would take let's let's take *Jojo Rabbit*. I would take *Jojo Rabbit*. I would take that clip where we talk about *Jojo Rabbit* and make that as the movie review. But I figured that would take way too much time to do because we talked over an hour and we talked a lot of movies. So. But I also thought it wouldn't be fair for Faye to do that because I told her I wanted her to get her on for the full podcast. So that's what we did. We talked over an hour about movies, about the Oscars. So this is the gigantic Oscar movie review with Faye Renee. I don't know what I'm going to title it. Something, something along those lines. So let's go over right now to, I can call her my friend now, Faye Renee. Ahead, but I, I really didn't know who I was. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That was good. <laughs> so we are actually um, um, live on the air. We're recording right now. Um, so like, like I said, this will be up uh, a little later, um, maybe in the next couple of few weeks. Um, but I just wanted to get you on here because I am a big movie nerd, um, as a lot of the listeners may know, and I do movie reviews every every week before a podcast. But I just wanted to get you on to talk Oscars and talk just, just just basically two movie nerds chatting about movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds good. So you sent me an email and it it was a link to your YouTube page and it was you actually reacting to the Oscars as it was happening. So I guess it was like a live reaction. Um, yes it was. So I here here's my thing. I have the Oscar the, the actual all the full list of the winners here pulled up on my laptop. What did you th- I thought Brad Pitt uh, was I thought he was second place. I thought it was going between Tom Hanks and Brad Pitt. Um, so what did you think before that happened before we say, you know, because Brad Pitt won. What did you think about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as a movie? I always thought Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was excellent. Uh-huh. I, the reason that I thought it wasn't going to win as far as the best movie, mm-hmm. which it didn't, and, and, and it could have, is because of the brutal ending in there. And 
Quentin Tarantino's um, right. relationship with Hollywood. Right. And, you know, it's a lot of subjectivity. You know, let's just say we're talking movies, let's talk movies. It's a whole lot of people involved and a lot of bull crap. And so a lot of good people don't win. But once upon a time, Hollywood could have just as well been the best movie of the year. Uh, as you see, it garnered a lot of attention and a lot of other awards. I thought Brad Pitt was going to win all along. Right. And it was partly Hollywood. I got to be honest. He had, because they're running it for the Oscars. Now, when you go across the seas, he still won a lot, too. But Brad Pitt, I could tell, was the Hollywood pick. And I agreed sure. that he was, and it was his time. That's how they play it. Is it your time? Sure. So, so <laughs> they do. I... And it's not bad, because I used to honestly say Oscar sucks. I used to always <laughs> used to hashtag, hashtag Oscar sucks. So I stopped doing that, trying to mm-hmm. uh, be a little bit more PC. But they do suck because they're very subjective. That's the bottom line with that. <laughs> well, and the thing is, the reason the Oscars, were, they used to be boring to me because I just, I would watch movies that, you know, would just catch my eye or that I thought was interesting or had an actor in it that I, that I liked. Yeah. But after learning that, because they have like this movie Pain and Glory with Antonio Banderas. I've never heard of it, never watched it, and I probably never will watch it. And I think it's just, it's a cool vote to have that in there because no one knows what it is. Hmm. I see what you mean. I, they, it's very tricky. Um, Yeah. There was, um, there was another movie that, I mean, they didn't make, I can't think of, they didn't make mention of it at all. With nominations that like it even existed, and it was a great movie. Oh my gosh! Parasite. I, 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 go ahead. I said, are you talking about Parasite? No, no, Parasite uh, was great. Uh, okay. Parasite fooled me uh, because I got to tell you, I was turned off by the name, which was stupid. <laughs> so I heard a lot about it. I went actually to the show to see it, and something happened, and I had to leave the movie after mm. what, the first. 10 minutes, so I, I was like, okay, I have to go back another time, and then I actually met a moviegoer, a woman that said her mother was um, a film, uh, she was a, a filmmaker, a uh, teacher, she taught filmmaking, because mm-hmm. I, I, I talk, I engage people in the movie theater a lot, because I want to talk to the real people, and I met her after a movie I saw recently, and she said, I'd be really interested to know what you thought about Parasite. I said, okay, you got it. So I go and see that, and I was so, not embarrassed, but really, I don't get too embarrassed. But <laughs> I was kind of shocked that I let this movie go by on some really stupid, it was kind of prejudicial. I thought, I didn't like the title. Mm. I didn't like that it was a foreign subtitle movie. I was like, God, I gotta read the screen, yeah. and, and I'm gonna be bored. And, you know, there was a lot of culture involved. I try to not be that way, but I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this. And what's the big deal? And I kept seeing it everywhere. And I don't like to read the other reviews, but I can <laughs> see the words popping out in stories. If I read, I don't want to be tainted. I want to go in with my own mind. So I go and see it, and I'm floored. And I am shocked, and mm-hmm. I'm in agreement with the world. This is one of the best movies that's ever been made. Really? And I put it in my review. Yeah, it's a feat because it all to me it's all about the story. It was the greatest, most clever thing I think about it. It was very enjoyable, and it also well, it's not really family friendly when you get to the end. That's Tarantino <laughs> ending. To chance of Tarantino ending, but um, okay. it was a great story, and uh, I thought it was executed well, and I thought the look was beautiful, uh, and the costumes and everything, and the acting was off the chain, especially the guy that played the dad. I just fell in love with the movie, and I only saw it once. And so my review reflects that, and I had to change everything because I thought the Oscar was going with 1917, which had bumped Irishmen at a certain point. You know, you can tell how they're going. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, no, Parasite is an upset. I, I, I said, I want, I really wanted Irishman to win. I still think it was the best movie overall from beginning to end. Sure. That you know, everybody's different about what a best movie is. To me, that means everything was perfect. I think that was the Irish. Now, what everyone would like, and the, the, what they're like when they voted for Brad, Parasite was an upset, and it, and it was just too good to ignore. 
And I mean, they won everywhere. They 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 won two hundred. Mm-hmm. They had two hundred and fifty some nominations worldwide, and now they won about hundred and eighty five. That's a hell of a lot of wins, you know. Yeah, that's a lot of wins, and that's more nominations than anything ever been nominated. I think in history, mm-hmm. and so and and it crosses crosses all lines. You got you know really you got South Korean, you got the Asian population, and then you got all of us. <laughs> Killed it all, you know? Mm-hmm. So, one thing about Brad Pitt winning the supporting was, I thought, even though Leonardo DiCaprio was the lead role, I thought Brad Pitt stole the movie. I don't know if it was just because he, of the ending did. of he it. He did. They couldn't give him the, the, the leading role, though, because that wasn't his part. Right. He stole the movie. When I walked out, I, I saw it with a young director, and I said, Brad Pitt was the lead role. Mm-hmm. And he was the I knew was going to win all along. Uh, there was no doubt in my mind. Oh, uh, yeah, too. Me, too. Me, too. Um, but, but, but I think Joaquin, for, for a couple of years, he's just been taking bad roles. I, I don't know if it was just... He was. He was taking bad roles. He was taking roles them and, deliberately. I think he took them deliberately. He, he's okay. a really nutty, freaky person. I'd love to meet him. <laughs> 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 I know you'd like to meet him. Yes, you would. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, but when he's talking, he's just as nutty as Joker. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I just love him. He's very introspective. He just overthinks, and that's why he comes out like that on screen. But I think Christian Bale is just as nuts. They're two outstanding actors. Yeah, absolutely. And for for me, for Joker, a lot of people were saying, "You're not gonna like it if you like superheroes because it's going on different." I disagree 100%. I thought the movie was fantastic. I gave it five out of five. Um, okay. Because because I think they took it in a different direction. Because I'm not a comic book person. Like, I've never read a comic book in my life. But I like the superhero. Oh, I, you're not a, okay. I'm not a, 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 a superhero uh, Marvel thing either. Okay. But I did read a lot of that backlash. People wrote to me, I, I love when people just say exactly what they think. And they, they say it with a fervor. I try not to take right. it personally. And it's really cool to hear the different opinions. Uh, this one guy said, you don't understand, say, they're not following. The Joker didn't smoke. They just did that to appease his filthy habit. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love hearing stuff like that. And, and, and I'll, I'll validate what they're saying because that's what they believe. And sure. I say, I said, you're, you're right, um, you're right. I said, but um, you can't take away from the fact, I can, I can hold my point that uh, Joaquin Phoenix is the best actor. He was outstanding, and he will win for Joker. So I don't, you can say, you basically I'm saying, so fuck it. Yeah, no, I, no, I agree I, with we you. We won't win anyway. I agree with you. you What's can say, wrong with him having an artistic license, the director, yeah. or Joaquin? And, and why do you have to stay true to the comic book? It's like I'm... You know, that's why Cat failed in a year. Because Cat tried to adapt and and be nineteen eighty four when it should have been twenty twenty. That's my take So real quick, um, on the Joker thing, I think you can think whatever you want about the movie, but you can't take away the acting that Joaquin Phoenix gave Joker. I think he gave it a new I don't think he was better than Heath Ledger in my opinion, but I do think he brought it to a new life and he can definitely take it to a whole new a whole new realm, in my opinion. I don't have a I don't have a final word on that because I've been reading that's what I've been reading in the post comments a lot lately on different sites. People are talking about fifty one, the Chief Ledger versus his Joker. Right. And that's the kind of joker you like. Um 
I actually loved Joker when even Joker was on TV, the little penguin, you know, with people, whatever, back in the day. So, I don't know, I guess I'm very uh, amenable to different adaptations of characters. Sure. And I like Keith. He was a lot darker, actually. You know, people would say, oh, he's, you know, this Arthur. Arthur. If you ain't cross Arthur, you were fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I wouldn't turn my back on him. But <laughs> um, I I tend to stay almost afraid with the you know the people like ah oh, Keith Ledger. I think I like uh Joaquin better. Okay. Okay. I, I think they got a little too musical at the end, but that was his mind. He was so right. damn that he, you know, all this dancing and all that shit didn't even happen. I don't, you know, right. it was that's how he saw it. <laughs> so. In the in the lead roles, I thought it was it was going. In my opinion, it was between Joaquin Phoenix and Adam Driver, and I thought Marriage Story was such a fantastic movie. It was sure it was depressing, but I guess I like depressing instead movies because I thought it was fantastic. Did you have you ever seen Marriage Story? Have you watched that yet? I saw Marriage Story in three pieces and never got to sit down and really like eat it up the okay. way I should have. But I did see the acting just in the in the, what I saw, <laughs> and you know you get so much stuff that comes at you, and I thought, and I said, that driver guy is excellent, yeah. but I didn't see Laura Dern, and I saw her, but I didn't see her as out doing Kathy Bates or Margot Robbie, because I was blown away by Kathy Bates and uh, Richard Jewell, but like I said many times, she's bonafide in the reaction video, and said, they won't give it to her. See, that's that awesome sure, stuff. So, sure. how can you be sure you was the better of the, I mean, you could go all day along with their subjectivity. It's just so bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's your time to win, you win. But you also have to have a great performance. But then that's wrong to the other person that may have outperformed you. So, what did that 50 award? I thought Kathy Bates was better than all of them. But Margot Robbie, you might make a difference. She might have been the best she was excellent in um, Bombshell. Okay. Now, what did you think, I, I want to ask you, um, because Richard Jewell is actually, is obviously a Clint Eastwood movie about the, the bombing and is a security guard yeah. and, he's, and he's, he's, he's framed for blowing it. But that was a flop. That was one of the biggest flops of 2019. So, and you mentioned... Well, it was a flop at the box office, but it was, right. it was a, I thought it was a great movie. As well as he cats. screwed up the ending. He screwed up the ending, and okay. he didn't care. He's rich. You know why he screwed it up? <laughs> no, I have. I have. I have actually haven't seen Richard Jewell yet. That's one of the only ones I haven't seen. Oh well, well I'll tell you. Uh, Clint screwed up the ending of Richard. Well, it wasn't the ending. He screwed up. I can tell you this much, and it won't blow it for you. Okay. He screwed up the character because uh, it was totally based on a true story, and this was one they really followed it true. And it was written very well, because I'm okay. true story of glory. Um, he screwed up the character of the reporter for the Atlantic Journal that, that wrote the story. Mm. He made her uh, as if she was selling sex for a story, and that didn't happen. And I believe, and I tell people, and I said, think about this. I think Clint is already solid. And he, Clint put that in there as revenge, because Richard's dead now. For Richard Jewell to show them what happens when you mar a person's character. Okay. And nobody can do that to me. I, and then they say, you know, say maybe. I said, my instinct is usually right. <laughs> I think he did it. She was not like that at all. But they made her just, it was like, Me Too came and everybody was like, what the hell is this? Because she was just like, hey, hey. She, in other words, she was screwing the fed guy uh, who was played by that handsome guy from um, Mad Men forget his name, but she, they made it like she screwed him sex for story, and that never happened, and the Atlanta Journal wanted to sue Clint, and it was a big deal. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously that, that was... And that made, that, that made people, it, it made people turn off to the movie, and, and I think it made Oscar not even want to look his way, okay. and the rest of the movie was 98% perfect. And that was the part. It even stood out when she was acting. She was overacting. It was like, why? One, okay. one reviewer wrote, why was she even in the movie? <laughs> right. Now, talking about flops real quick, uh, or box office bombs, because I have just not, like, 
I would say, oh, it doesn't matter if this movie was a bomb. This actor, etc., etc., has so much money, he's not really going to care. But as I got more into the business and more the entertainment side and actually saw how it worked, that that's really big important about how great or how bad a movie works and does. And for me, one of the one of the bigger box office bombs, which I really enjoyed, was uh, Doolittle with Robert Downey Jr. I didn't go see it, and, and, and I still plan on going to see it. I, I thought people told me that it was a box office flop, but that it was enjoyable. That's what that's the word on the streets that I heard. It's you know you loved it. I actually enjoyed. I like I like the um, Eddie Murphy ones from like the early two thousands. I was a fan of those growing up. And so um, to see this actually be remade, I was actually nervous. I was like, oh, man, why do they have to go and remake it? But then actually once I sat and watched it, I was like, okay, I can deal with this remake. Because, of course, there's no – for me, there's really no replacing Kevin Hart or Eddie Murphy or any of those guys. But I think what Robert Downey Jr. did was flipped it, and he was actually funny in the movie. Um, But I do do think the Eddie Murphy ones are better in my opinion – but I don't see um, I don't see where this movie is um, is hurting for, for 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 money because I think it's just it's right there it's just people are scared to go see it because in my opinion Robert Downey Jr. is coming fresh off of Iron Man that's right and he's actually British in the movie which is which is kind of strange to me uh, to hear Robert Downey Jr. speak in a British accent but um, yeah I just, I just think they just can't see him in another role besides. Iron Man, which which I think will hurt him in the long run. Wow. Because, think about it. Have you ever seen Chris Evans, which plays Captain America? Have you ever seen him in any yeah. other movie besides Captain America? No, not that I can recall. That's all I think of. That's what I think of. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like, you can't take them in a serious role now because of what happened, you know, beforehand. But, no, all, all in all, I think that, and about the Cats movie, you were mentioning about Cats. Um, I remember seeing the play. I think they released it on DVD, God, forever ago. And um, do you know they're actually taking that movie, they're taking it out of theaters, editing it, making it better, and then re-releasing it in theaters? So it's going to cost them ten times more money than what it actually costs in the long run? I don't know why. Why Why did it keep beating up that cat? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about a cat. I'm sorry, cat lover. <laughs> oh my god! Well, you know what else was terrible? That was so hard. it just hurt me to watch certain movies. Angel has fallen was pitiful. Really? Yeah, I didn't like it because it was a part of a trilogy. It's like you said, when you don't meet the bar of something established or remake, you take a big chance. Or we do a part one, two, three. Just imagine if Kill Bill, if one of the volumes was screwed up. People expect certain things. Um, it was just terrible. The guy looked terrible. Um, I forget the guy. He's in all three of them. Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. You know, he plays Mike Danny. Sure. Yep. And, and this was just terrible. They, they. I was glad it was over with because it was an art they had wow. planned. And it was just awful. I remember that was one of the reviews. I thought that was terrible. Don't go see it straight to video. Wow. Okay. I, I haven't seen it, but I guess this is gonna change my change my mind. At all. Unless they just want to laugh. Don't even look at cats just if you, unless you want to laugh. It's just stupid. <laughs> I mean, it's bad. If I just say it's stupid, it just means you just because it had so much history and they screwed it up. Sure. If it was brand new and it was just some unique thing, I'd be this is interesting. What um for me, I want to get your opinion on this. A movie that everyone thought was terrible that was actually good, and in my opinion, Rambo: Last Blood was freaking fantastic. I thought it was. No, I, I didn't amazing. get to. I keep hearing about this. I'm gonna have to. Can I pull it up on Netflix? Because I saw your. I read. I, I listened to your review. Okay. And I've heard other people, and they love it. And I'm like, how did I miss that? Because um. That's not even on my list of 2019 recommendations. That, that was just, just came out last fall, winter, right? Uh, somewhere, yeah, somewhere around there. I, I don't know if it's on Netflix. And I can't stand. Do I want to go see some of this? <laughs> <laughs> For me, I love, I love Silvester Stallone. I forgot he was Rambo before Rocky. 
<laughs> no, it was Rocky before Rambo. Rambo, Rambo came like one year after Rocky. After Rocky was a success, they all started to believe in Sylvester Stallone, and he started getting all these movie deals. And uh, which Rambo, <laughs> which John Rambo was actually created by Sylvester Stallone right after the Rocky franchise because he was like, I want a more adventurous, more tough-natured character than Rocky, and you don't see his soft side, and that's why he created well, uh, Rambo. Already created it. Now, I think that the premise of that story sounded interesting. It, it's actually on my list to see can I find it. Uh, like 25 movies on there. I'm so backed up. And I like the premise of that story was uh, uh, the, the rescue and the, the trafficking and stuff. So and, and that's different. That's different for Rambo, and I want to see how he handled that. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you without kind of trying to spoil it why I think it was a big flop. Um, which it, 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 it made like $12 million in the box office, um, which I don't th- really think that, – that's not a lot for Sylvester Stallone. But for me, what I could see people were – they were saying that it was taking a racist background because his, his daughter was taken by a Mexican cartel, yada, 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 being sold for a sex slave. Uh-huh. Um, I could see that, but honestly, I don't think if you could have made it three white guys at Take Him, I don't think you could see anyone other than Liam Neeson at Taken in that movie, in my opinion. Well, they, they took her, they took her uh, across, um, they took her out of the country, right? Well, I can't tell you that because it's going to spoil it. I, I can't tell you. Oh, <laughs> I, can't well, tell I, you I don't what, know. Yeah. I guess I'm trying to make the connection that why right, they right, make right. them of that background. I, I mean, understand. it's like. Because he's setting up, <laughs> like he sets up traps, like uh, 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 yeah, like I know what you mean. Yeah, and but it was also very, very gruesome. Like it was really gruesome. So I think that kind of took people away from it as well, because it, it was really gruesome. Like I got, I, I got. I heard nauseated. that it was worse than it was worse than Tarantino gruesome. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. You can't get out to close my eyes on something. Tarantino, it almost becomes a joke. That was the best thing ever, you know. Um, I think about the end of Hollywood. Uh, no, so if it's gory other than that, I don't know if I can take it. I we now I know Quentin Tarantino does this thing where he expects you to expect this one thing, but in actuality, he's gonna flip it sixteen different ways. Did you expect yes. this to happen at the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I was I was expecting a Tarantino flip. I didn't know which way, and the flip I I enjoy, and uh, in my review I say the last thirty minutes. So it was just beautiful. I, I did a lot of background on uh, Sharon Tate and stuff because I used to read about that culture skelter and all of that. And I was glad to find out later after I did the review because, I, I, like I said, I wanted to go in naked. I don't like to go in okay. naked anything. I found out that he did talk to their family and got their blessing, uh, oh, her okay. sister. Okay. And it, it's a really beautiful thing. So a lot of that's not in my review, but a lot of Sharon Tate is in there. And a lot of people like their review because I put in a lot of photographs. She was a, a lovely person, and not just externally. She was a, a, a good person from what right. people say. 
you know, she was a nice young woman. She wasn't bothering anybody. And they were just nuts out there with Charlie Manson. And uh, he got all the play. I was just so happy with the way they did that twist. I never thought that would be the twist. I got to know. I didn't oh, know yeah. what the twist was. I was completely just blown away. And I'm going to say this, and I don't think this is going to give away the ending because I don't want to spoil anything for anyone that hasn't listened. I thought they were going to actually take Leonardo DiCaprio in as one of the Manson family, and he was going to kill and murder <laughs> Brad Pitt. That that was my initial thought. But after I, I, could see, I could see him being sucked into it, but then he said a lot of things in character right, right. That, that really shocked me because see, that, I like the character. He was a great duality. He was an actor, but he was acting with the little girl and all of that great scenes. And then his character, when he was at home, he was his real self. And I thought, no, he'd never be a part of that cult. <laughs> now, let me ask you this, because I don't understand if she was just in there for the Manson family's sake, but did Sharon Tate really have anything to do with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? You mean the, the, the Manson murders? Did she? No, 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 no. I know she, I know she was murdered by the Manson family but why was she in the movie she didn't really do anything in the movie you know do you know what I mean like she was like, there was really no sense in her being in it I didn't think well well I think that was the, 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 I think they were just talking about that era that 1968 of okay. uh, the year the murderers and they set it up like it was gonna happen and to me they would interject the new characters you know mm -hmm. our guys mm -hmm. uh, DiCaprio and pissed, but um, she was she was an up and coming actress. You remember when she went to the show and she said, "That's yes. me. I'm in the movie." I yeah. thought that was really sweet. <laughs> right. She was a great actress. Girl was acting. I forget the woman that played her. Margot Robbie. Looked like. Yes, again, <laughs> again. I'm telling you, she's really, really good. She's oh, got to get absolutely. an Oscar next year. Absolutely. What did you? Um, this movie has been getting a lot of hate lately. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. The, the Mr. Rogers movie. Did you did have you seen that? Why do that? people hate it? Uh, uh, that's the movie that I, I I canceled tickets for a couple of times. Why do they hate it? I thought be, it was supposed to be really good. Because Mr. Rogers was used as a side character in the movie. It wasn't solely based on. Oh yeah, his I did life, read that. Which which I think I, I like that they did that because it would just be an ordinary biopic if they would have just went from you know, his life to all the way to, to the end of where, where he passed away. Um, so I really do think that they they hit the nail on the head with using his um, using him as a side I character. think that's a really good way to tell the story exactly. because, I mean, what are you going to say about yourself if you know the whole world is watching? Um, right. I, I, I read that it was from the vantage point of the guy, too, that was working with him, I forget. You, know, you saw it, the guy playing that yeah. guy's a great actor. Mm -hmm. He's in everything, too. Now, uh, he's an underrated actor. Absolutely. He's in everything. Absolutely. I think he was in um, Dark Waters. Was he in that, too? Oh, that's a different guy. I, 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 I haven't seen Dark Waters, so I can't answer that truthfully. I don't know if that's him. You gotta see Dark Waters. I, there was just so many movies that just didn't make the cut. I thought Dark Waters was excellent. You know? And they just didn't have room on the Oscar plate for everybody. This was one of the best years. I don't know what you think, but it was jam-packed. I've never seen a year in the last 10 years where so many good movies were put out. 2019 was a banner year for great movies, I thought. Oh, absolutely. We saw, in my opinion, I believe 2019 was fantastic, too, because we saw endings of the stories like we saw Toy Story 4 which won best animated feature of the year which right. which I thought right. deserved it bar none was was fantastic we saw you know um she don't even know what else we saw we the adventures <laughs> of the um that was an ending of a chapter we saw the end of John Wick John Wick chapter 2 right actually first part. there's going to be a part 4 of John Wick right now I'm hearing there's a part 5 <laughs> I think I think I think I think I think now I think he signed on. No, I, I think I heard something too. It's never going to end, but um, well, I really like the John Wick series. I think, or I heard that that, that Keanu Reeves signed on to do six John Wick films, and there was only going to oh. be six installments. So 
six is a six is a lot of movies. That's like the Fast and Furious movies. They they're going too long, but maybe how long can they tell John Wick's story? You know, how long will he be on the run? How long can he keep killing people before he's actually dead himself? Well, um, I think he was. I like it was in a good place to pick up and be crazy and poor because you know yeah, there was yeah. the disappearance and stuff at the end. Um, I think that four would be really good. Five and six will be the trick. He may have to become the head of something somehow. You know yeah. what I mean? And, 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 then, and direct other young people and just leave it open. He, he's actually going, which I understand now. I, I know that him and Lawrence Fishburne are kind of teaming up after the end of three. After you saw him at the end, they're finally teaming up. Right. Instead of just, okay, yes, you can use this, yada, yada, yada. They're actually going to be teen now. I think something's going to have to happen in four. That's going to right. have to make everyone say, okay, now we have to. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't really put so it into words. Up, it's going to be definitely the setup for the five and six. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I like the way it ended. I love the way two ended. And I love the way three came on. I was like, this is fantastic. Oh. You know, it, it rolled right in. Exactly. And it looks right. right. It looks great on the screen. That's a good-looking movie. Right when two ends with him running in the rain with his dog, three picks up him <laughs> running in the rain with the dog. I mean, it picks up <laughs> right there. It was so good. It, see, there, there's not a lot of, like, I, I love watching movies with, like, my family, and there's not a lot of movies that we all can agree on because we all have different tastes. And John Wick is one of those movies that everyone is like, holy crap can't wait for the next one to come out and we went we all went and saw it in theaters and only one person came out disappointed because they thought it was boring and i i could have punched that person in the face i could have been like what are you talking about boring well, <laughs> it's weird my mom only likes action movies believe it or not and she's like 85 Ooh, she, wow. <laughs> she um she likes a movie that makes her say i'll put it this way because i've been watching i take her to the movies off with me she's my only really movie buddy because she's quiet. And uh, okay. and uh, she'll say, look out! Look out! She's over there. So if the movie is not like that, like, I got to see Gentleman and something else today, I'm not taking her. She'll be like, snoozing. <laughs> boring. That's boring to her. Yeah. So, so, 1917 is another one I want to go over. That was supposed to be shot like it was all shot in one frame. Or at one sitting. So, did, have you seen 1917? I, I saw it, and it, it was glorious. It was everything they said. Um, I was taken away with the cinematography. I mean, blown back head. I actually physically looking up at the screen like, my God, I've never seen anything. It was a dichotomy for a war movie to also be so beautiful. Then you think of war being ugly and blood and guts. That movie was beautiful. I mean, the way it looked. I mean, it, 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 all of that is in my review, and I knew it was in cinematography, dead on. And they might have picked the lighthouse, and the lighthouse certainly was in the category, but 1970 rightfully won that cinematography. So usually after I see it and I write a review, I'll just say, I'll, 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 you know, I can give it to four or five. I'll say this is a, definitely an Oscar contender, probably for cinematography. So it's, it's right there. And when I saw Parasite, I said it was, my biggest mistake of the year because I didn't go and see it. I prejudicially thought I did. Uh, I don't want to see a foreign film that's subtitled. I don't want to read through it. And Parasite, honestly, is stupid of me. But I thought, what is parasitic? Is it bugs? Is it some movie where I don't want to see that? <laughs> and because I won't read the other people's reviews. Yeah. And then I kept reading it's an upset. I said, hey, you're making a mistake. You're, you're, you're doing something you promised you wouldn't do. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm trying to see what movies are popular or more populous. And so, because I can't see everything because I work a real full-time job. Yeah. So, I knew this was a big popular movie, and yet I turned away from it. I did. I just, I don't, I don't care. And so, when I saw it, I did, not just because it was good, it was just a mistake. So, I'm going to try not to make that mistake in 2020. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already looking at uh, the list of the movies that are coming out this year and you know they give you a little byline of what the movie's supposed to be about so I'm going to try to see all the big ones and the big ones are made by the big directors honestly and the big star so because I can't see every movie 
Right. And then right. when I hear a little buzz, I might hear you or somebody on a podcast or online say, like, I, I listened to your Ramble thing, and I said, I got to see Ramble. That'll make me go and see it. You know, that if I had cast it off or missed it and said, in the run of the play, like, I have only so many I can see in a month. Mm-hmm. And I, I turned the reviews over uh, monthly for the last four months. They're on my website, but also they're uh, on YouTube. And so the links are in an online magazine that I've been in for the last four or five months. I'm their movie reviewer, and it, it, it's a new magazine called Infinity Magazine Online. And so I'm the monthly movie reviewer, so all my links will be there for every month. So I, I just can only do so many. But I try to catch them at home or try to get people to send me a copy. You, you know, right. I can watch more at home than I can go out and see. Right. Going to the movies is like a five-hour ordeal, you know? <laughs> <laughs> because I, at home, I can actually skip through the commercials. I don't have to watch every preview. I don't have to. Yeah, and I like when it's on Netflix. You can just yeah. knock it out. Now, one of my dreams as a movie reviewer is to actually be a voter for the Oscars and get sent free movies. You, you, like not, not, not in that Me state too. of, oh, I have to get <laughs> sent it. But I would love to just, someone just take the time and be like, I appreciate what you're doing here, and we would like to send you this for you to review it, and maybe you can actually become finally a I voter. I feel the same way. I'm trying to write to people now and find out what I write you to say. Uh, I'd like to be an official screener. Yeah. I mean, um... I started off, I don't know, you probably started off like me. I think most of, a lot of may have more formal uh, degrees, but there is no rhyme or reason other than you have to learn the craft. It's a learning. I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. And I was doing it probably like you naturally. I was the go-to person in the family. Okay, what's this to show? What's going on? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. That was going on for 10 or 15 years. And then for the last, five or six years, I was just on my personal Facebook page saying, okay, you guys, I guess I was going to go. I would do my review walking off the show. It's the family and friends. People can say, you know, you're, you're really good at this. Why don't you go to YouTube? And then I started looking at what people were doing on YouTube. I said, oh, I got to make it a little bit more formal because it's a broader audience. It's just not my family and friends and they understand where I'm coming from and I can say whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. No, no. So I, I, I became formal, and I really, I really, really love it. I, I want to do it like you for the rest of my life, and I've got better at it because I, 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 I actually have to weigh myself and get, get engage where I'm at. And usually, I'm on the money. I mean, you've been on the money with the reviews you've been doing. Well, thank I was you. Reading, listening to a lot of. I was on the money. I'm on the film. You can see on the tape on the reaction tape. I was on the money. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I, I, don't, I like to do it unconventional. I'm never going to be like the same. You're not conventional either. No. I think it's great to be unique, and I'm not calling the other people that, but I don't want to be some stale. Uh, and somebody told me, I won't name the person, and I won't name the person they told me to listen to, a guy that runs a magazine. I met him in the show. He said, hey, I want you to go and listen to so-and-so, so-and-so on channel so-and-so. And I listened, and the guy said, okay, this is what's at the movie this week. He's got a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a hidden life in that bump. He said, a bump is blah, 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 blah. He said, I think this is a winner and this director. He said, and that's my day, and there you go. And I looked and I thought, okay, now I'm sure I'm staying safe. I'm going to try to get better. Right. I want to be have a more accurate rate. I think mine is pretty good right now for a so-called novice, but I've really been in a game, I feel like, for five years, maybe seven. It's just, you know, I'm just getting my name out there. But I like my style. I'm just going to try to polish it more and do the best I can. That's all I can do. It's going to always be unconventional and fun. It's going to have a background, and it's just, you you saw my reviews. That's just how I like to do. I like like art, and I think movies are art, so I try to make mine a little artsy. That's the kind of person I am. Well, I want to thank you for the kind words um, about my movie reviews. Um, it really means a lot. And yeah, I, I do. Th- here's where I think me and you are similar. We're just movie fans that love to watch movies that wants to give people a heads up. Should you watch it? Should you not watch it? I think that's what exactly. we are. We're not. We're not professional by no means. We don't want to be professional. We just want to 
sit down, watch a movie, and give our full review, not scared if we're going to hurt the media's feelings if we say it's a bad movie. Right, and I don't care if Oscar's feelings get hurt, but oh. you are right. Uh, my biggest fan, a good friend of mine, uh, Cindy, named me the people's reviewer, and that is certainly what <laughs> you and I both are. I, I, I look at it like a regular person looking at it, and I may yeah, be able yeah. to bring a little bit more interesting uh, background to the game and make it a little artsy, but I'm not going to lie about it. If it's bad, it's bad. <laughs> it's good, it's great. So... Two more questions here for you, and um, we, we'll call it a day. Um, so what are some of the movies that you thought that you saw in 2019 that you sh- thought should have been nominated at the Oscars? At least nominated. Didn't have to win, at least nominated. Uh, I think that – well, they could nominate it. <laughs> it's so fun. Um, we're talking about Oscar level. They're fun, and then there's Oscar level. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I thought that Harriet actually could have placed as one of the best movies. I don't okay. think it was up for Best Picture. Okay. Was it? It was up for... It was, it was up act- for, like, Best Actress and stuff like that. No, no, I don't no, think it no, was no, up no. in the Best Picture category. Um, that could have been in the Best Picture. Okay. Uh... There were just so many good... I actually thought um, one of the movies that I saw that um, I was surprised... Which one was it? The Lighthouse was in there. Okay, that was good. I mean, it was. I I, I forgot they did put The Lighthouse in there. It was in the categories. Um, When they did Best Documentary, did they uh, nominate Apollo 11? Do you recall? Uh, I'm looking at it now, and I do not see it, no. Apollo 11, and um, I thought Ad Astra should have been up for uh, best. Really? Well, I, I, heard, I heard Ad Astra was terrible. I heard it was bad. Not the best movie, but I thought Brad, that was a lead role. Okay. Brad could have okay. got Oscar for Ad Astra. Okay. It was that good. Oh, man. I'll give you a well, co- I'll give you a couple of mine real quick while you think. Um, so okay. I thought obviously you're not a Marvel fan. I am. Me and my brother are the biggest Marvel fans. We go see every Marvel movie together. It's just been a tradition for a long time. And for me, Avengers Endgame just because it wasn't the best movie. I gave it five out of five, but I still don't think it was the best movie. I think I was just in the moment when I gave it that. Well, I think it was good, but maybe they need a different category because it, it, it could have been in a category. Why can't they have a um, – they need a category for that type of movie because I thought it was great. And I thought Star Wars could have been in the same category. Am I right? Uh, I don't know. Science um, fiction, fantasy? I, I disagree I, on the Star Wars. I didn't really care for, for, for this Star Wars as much as the last one. Um, but I think Endgame would have definitely uh, beat them out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Endgame, I don't know what they're going to do. If you think about it, um, it ought to be a best picture drama and then the best picture sure. other. Cause that's sure. why people are getting left out. I mean, you know, like, Ma was a great, do they have a horror category? I thought Ma was really good. <laughs> you know, I wish they would have a horror category because that's, I love no, horror see, maybe, that, maybe that's the conversation. They don't have the right genre for some of the movies that are left out. Because everything Oscar doesn't have to be uh, drama, you, you, you know? Yeah. It, it could be best horror, uh, best action adventure. Then they could have had John Wick up against uh Sure, adventure. sure. But all these good movies we're talking about, their quality level, their Oscar level, but where do they fit in? They right. a category or two. Right. I would say two other best picture categories. And I think the Oscars can easily take out Best costume. Who? I, I, I don't care who wins best costume. In my opinion, I don't care. <laughs> like costume and and I'm not, I'm not really the type of person to review on the cinematography. Oh my god, this was a beautiful piece of film. I just look at it as a story, the characters, and how well it was. I don't look at all. Yeah, that. but guess what? If it looked bad, I was thinking about that today before you called. If it looked bad, it would turn you off. He would be like, I couldn't stop watching the cardboard background. <laughs> Sure. It kind sure. Of a I can see. I can see that. Like, like a movie. I, like, I know. I think it's a great category. It's just like maybe they should not put it on TV. You know yeah, how they give yeah, awards before yeah. 
It could be one of those awards. Yeah. But I knew it would be Little Women. And guess what? I didn't see Little Women. I, I saw a lot of outtakes. And when I saw the costumes, I walked my cake saying, don't win because they have intricate uh, period pieces on. Right. So they won. Right. But they were also dressed well for the period for once upon a time in Hollywood. And the Irishmen and all of them were in the categories. But Little Women, the period, when you go back to like 15, 1600 and you, you win. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another movie I also thought should have been nominated was The Peanut Butter Falcon. That... I thought Uncut Gems. I found it. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Did you see that? Oh, with you Adam got... Sandler. No, yeah. I had not. I want... Okay. You gotta tell me. You gotta call me, email me something. You're gonna love it. It blew my mind. You should see my uh, review. It's funny. Here's why I didn't see I... it. Because it was playing in select theaters, and since I live in such a small town, it was not playing anywhere near me. So I I have to wait for it comes Order on DVD. It. So I, I have not seen it, and I want to see Adam Sandler because I love to see it with your family. See it with your family. Um, okay. um, you guys don't have any children around though because of the ending, and it, 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 it's okay. so cool. And, and please, I'll, after you see it, watch my review. I Absolutely. love. That's the one I was looking at my list. I got a list of 65 my best recommendations for 2019. I'm like, no, it was an outstanding one. There it is. Uncut Gems. And was it, did you see, reason I'm going to ask this is because it's going to lead to the next one. Did you see Adam Sandler's Reign Over Me, his very first dramatic film? No. I got a list of Adam Sandler stuff now because now I'm a fan of his. I saw Uncut Gems. I saw I cut Jim twice. I took somebody to see it, and they went crazy over it. <laughs> wow, was it was it that good? Like to watch it twice? It like was that? that good. It was that wow. good. And so many people were shocked at the ending. Um, I hope I don't get beat up in the movies, but when the show is over like that, if I know it's a bombastic ending, like I saw Once Upon a Hollywood twice, I go in the theater right at the end, <laughs> and then I talk to people, and they're like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "What did you think?" Uh, I'm a movie review online. I give them my card. I'm trying to. Build my subscription, but I reviewed this. Check out my review and let me know what you think. And it's just really cool. I love meeting the public like that. <laughs> wow. Like, that really surprised me because a lot of people said Uncut Gems was good. But then once you say it was great and watched it twice, that surprises me for an Adam Sandler serious role. Like, because, because we know him as the funny man. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's, he's funny in there in his own way. Oh, okay, I'm just thinking right. about it. What an enjoyable movie. That's the type of movie wow. that after a month or so, after a couple of months or six months on a rainy day, I said, you're like, you want to watch The Godfather or Casino. I'm going to put that back on. Wow. That that, that really surprises me. So, I still need to find out things about the movie. You see what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Like, have you ever watched the movie and every time you see it, you learn something different? Casino was like that and so was Godfather too. Well, I am in a certain way. Like, I'll watch a movie and because some movies go at different, they, they go at different topics differently and it sometimes they confuse me and so I have to look up, like, for example, <laughs> horror movies. They have the worst ending sometimes and I get confused. So I have to look up what did this mean at the ending of the movie? And and yeah, like like up. <laughs> yeah, that that was really confusing. Like Ma, that with Octavia Spencer, that movie really disappointed me. Really, because... I like Ma. I want them to bring Ma back. Octavia Spencer <laughs> was finally in a leading role, which is a yeah. shame. Yeah, she yeah. had to be a killer, and that's in my review too. And she was so good. She said she had so much fun in that role. She just blew. Because I was tired of her being driving Miss Daisy, you know. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. I wanted her to really shine. She's a great actress. Oh, absolutely. I, I loved her character in it, but for me it wasn't necessarily what they call a horror scary movie. It was more of a thriller <laughs> suspense. Like, nothing happened until the last 15 minutes, and that was kind of what it was like. It was kind of a dark comedy horror, to, horror yeah. too, when you say Especially when she cut his penis he off was, at the very end of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> when she be dancing with your kids, she was nuts. <laughs> so, give um, a few things here. Give a couple movies that you're dying to see that are supposed to be released in 2020. Oh, a couple that I'm dying to see. It may be weird, but uh, A Quiet Place 2. Okay. I can't wait to see it. I love The Quiet Place 1. I, I have a review on that. It just blew my mind. What a great concept to be quiet like that. 
Right. Um, Invisible Man, it might be jerky, but it sounds good. And a fun movie, uh, The Minions, The, uh, yeah. the Rise of Boo. Yep. The Wonder Woman is another fun sequel I want to see in the 1984 mm-hmm. remake. Mm-hmm. Um, the King's Man uh, with Ralph Fiennes. Okay. I don't know if that's in post-production. Oh, and I'm definitely looking forward to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. Uh, Coming to America, another number oh, one. Oh, man, I'm ready for that one. That's going to be a yeah, that's gonna be a fun ride, I think. I hope. Yeah. And something I heard about the Windermere Children. Uh, I don't know what that's supposed to be. It's supposed to be really good. So, I don't know. Who knows? But those are some picks that I'm looking forward to that I know are done or in post-production that coming out soon. Mm-hmm. I'm dying to see uh, Fast and Furious 9. I, I'm, I'm ready to see how they're going to tackle Wow. You're on 9? Yeah. Th- this, is, this is the second to last one. The next one is the last Fast and Furious. And I want to see how 9 is going to take in place for 10. That's that's really the only reason I'm going, because <laughs> I think they should have stopped yeah. after six or seven. I think they should. Stop I lost them. track of the Fast and Furious. I, I saw the first two. I lost track, <laughs> I, and I didn't. I didn't really review them. I'm gonna start doing some three minute reviews. I may do three and three. I may do like a five minute video and do three movies. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's terrible or mm. what, but you know. Um, I hate to do that, because then it would be... I, I may not do that. That's something I would think about. <laughs> All right. Finally, Faye, um, what are some on your list of recommendations? What are some recommendations you think the audience and I, if I haven't seen them or they haven't seen them, should watch? Um, well, that are already out from 2019, uh, I can tell you. doesn't matter. Which, whichever ones. <clears throat> okay. Let's see. Ooh, well, <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking of the Oscars, but they all heard about that. Um, you know, one point time in Hollywood is a must be. I think Richard yeah. Jewell is a must be. Okay. For me, it was really good. Um, the Lighthouse is dark, but it's really good. It's very interesting. Uh, the Irishman is long, but if you like a, a good story, and you like a mob media? That's your movie. Yeah, it it was so, like it's like three and a half hours. It was so long. Like I watched it in like it three did. intervals. <laughs> I know people that did that too. And like I said, Uncut Gems is highly recommended. I thought it was just really fun. Uh-huh. Parasite, Uncut Gems, um, Dark Waters is deep. But you need to know about Dark Waters. Dark Waters is scary, as someone said. It's the scariest movie of the year. And it's not a horror scary. It's scary about what's going on uh, with uh, chemicals and things like that. It's mm-hmm. really made well. Dark Waters was, I mean, very enjoyable, but it was scary. It's a movie you need to see. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want to know about it. So, and Ford v. Ferrari was an uh, enjoyable movie that you take the whole family to. I really enjoyed that. I saw that twice also. Okay. That I haven't seen that good. one yet either, so I'm going to have to watch that one. And uh, if you like gospel music and you love the Queen of Soul, then you see the uh, Amazing Grace semi-documentary on Rita Franklin. It's a live concert. Okay. Of her back in the 70s. That they finally got it released. And what's great is uh, they... they Fix the color on it because it's from the 70s and so it looks beautiful but you see Mick Jagger and a lot of great young right there on the film and they're jamming all in the church with Aretha Franklin Amazing Grace I saw three or four times okay it was just really good it's that really good music in it and Aretha Franklin's there and she's young and she's singing like crazy <laughs> Well, Faye, I thank you for being on here. Real quick, give all your information, like your social medias or anything you want to promote. Yeah, I'd love to build my subscribers with my subscription. I'd love for people to log on and check me out on YouTube. Everything about me is under reviewswithfayrenee.com. Mm-hmm. I'm on YouTube at Reviews with Renee. So you can find me easily that way. And check out my reviews. You can, you can check out um, the magazine that I'm in. They're all connected. So just look me up. Reviews at fayrenee.com. All right, Faye. Thank you for doing this for me. Uh, it really means a lot.
for dropping in today next week you can join me again for another podcast like i do every monday as carly rogers drops by for the third time on hpp history she is one of the one of the longest reigning returning champs of the hodgepodge podcast so we're gonna hear us shoot the bull next week on the hodgepodge podcast be sure to join in on that if you guys like this episode give us a five-star review over on uh apple podcast go subscribe go follow on iHeartRadio and spotify google play stuff like that appreciate you guys listening in and as i always say enjoy and frown less live your life a quarter mile at a time the first spaceship never went to space you're gonna fail but you're gonna make it in between time and in between time i have been your host d hodge but you guys have already known that and i will catch you on the flip side This podcast is brought to you by HodgePodge Productions. Enjoy and frown less.